T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Good morning, guys. I'll get to the point right away. I'm retiring for good. I know the process uh, was a pretty big deal last time, so when I woke up this morning, I figured I'd just press record and let you guys know first, so uh, I won't be long-winded. You only get one super emotional retirement essay, and I used mine up last year, so uh, really thank you guys so much to every single one of you for supporting me, my family, my friends, my teammates, my competitors, uh, I could go on forever. There's too many. Um, thank you guys for allowing me to live my absolute dream. I wouldn't change a thing. Love you all. Final hour, Jones and Mego with Arcan. We're here till six, taking your phone calls, 617 if you missed our interview with Brian Scalabrini last hour, you can go back and you can listen on the podcast at any time. Just subscribe to Jones and Mega with Arcan on the Odyssey app, uh, Odyssey app, rather, or wherever you find your podcasts. The Brady video today, when you first heard it, when you first saw it, and I guess this is unfair for me to say because the first person I saw this video from was you, Megan, when you dropped it into our Slack conversation this morning. So I already kind of went in knowing what it was, I guess. I don't know if you were the same way, Arcand, and obviously you saw it more organically on social media than I did. I watched the video and heard what he just said there, and I thought it was I thought it was going to be a work. Like, I thought it was a joke, a, a quote-unquote prank, like Tom Brady being funny again on social media. Sally Fields is going to come talk him out of it? Yeah, like, just the, exactly. That would have been a good way to do it, actually. But, like, the way they, they set it up, the way he kind of set it up, I was like, oh, I can see what's coming here. And then he's like really went through with the announcement and playing it straight like he's going to stay retired, which I still don't believe. But I thought he was going to just say, psych, at the end and be like, go watch my movie. That's <laughs> that's what I was bracing for, Tom. You almost had me there, Tom. Oh, man. I was bracing for it. Uh, but that's that's kind of what I thought when I first watched it. I didn't believe it. Yeah, my first reaction was just, well, it's quick. It's quick after the season. I don't know why he wouldn't sit with it for a few more days because, or a few more weeks, really, because I said this a couple minutes ago, but it feels like every athlete that you talk to, for the most part, you know, unless it's somebody like Jason Tatum, who's in the en- entering the prime of his career or her career, at the end of a long season, they're like, all right, I don't want to do this anymore. I'm exhausted. My body's breaking down. My life's a mess. I'm mentally and emotionally drained. So, of course, they want to retire. And I, I understand he's trying to wedge it in 10 days before the Super Bowl and, 
He's got the movie this week. Uh, I do wonder, my brain also went to how much of this has to do with the Sean Payton agreement to go to Denver. And was there something behind the scenes left over that he thought that he could package with Miami and he and Sean Payton going to Miami like they tried to do in 21-22. And that fell through. This is where my mind went. Arcand? Um, can't be accused of tampering if you're retired, right? <laughs> I can't it's accuse good. you of that. You know what? We have not brought that up today. I, I said earlier in the week, I thought some of the reporting about him not going to, to Miami and the Dolphins being committed to Tua, I thought that was drawing a line in the sand. So, right. I mean, it would be a fake retirement for the second time, but he would accomplish that. You can't you can't tamper if you're retired. True. True. I think there was a reason for his retirement last time around, and that was to get rid of the coach, right? I mean, he unretired pretty soon after that all happened. It's true. I don't think he has that same kind of beef this year. This year, he can go out and you know, do the free agent thing. Like there's no, there's nothing sort of impeding him. Like there was last season when he tried to do this whole thing with Miami. Right, like last year he needed a power play this year. He's a free agent. This that year he's is a true. free agent. He yeah. could literally go out and, you know, wine and dine all over the country and end up playing in the spot that he wants. I don't think it's as easy to orchestrate something as people may be giving it credit for now. You know, I mean, you got to go to a place with a good offensive line and good offensive weapons and a good defense and all these things. And that team also needs to need a quarterback. And I don't know. It's just, it's tough to, it's tough to hone in on that. But I do think what makes it real for me with Brady this time around is that there's nothing to retire for. There's no there's no power play to make. He's just he's just deciding not to not to go any further. I'll just I'll say it again. I I just I'm disappointed, and, and I'm disappointed in him as a competitor. I just didn't think as a competitor he would leave this on the table, leave another opportunity to go win. And I do hear what you're saying, Arkan. Maybe it's harder to orchestrate in the NFL than like the NBA, but. I don't know if if there's a team with money to spend, even if they don't have the pieces in place, Brady could go there and players will follow. We learned that in Tampa Bay. Players will follow him there. Players did follow him there. And Dominican Sue and Leonard Fournette and Gronk, among others, like Tampa, Antonio Brown. Yeah, true. Not a, maybe not a great one to thump your chest about in retrospect. But saying he did, he play, followed. Players followed Brady there, and they won. And he was a big part of that Super Bowl. So even if you don't have everything in place like the Niners would. Or I think Miami really has a lot of it in place, quite frankly. Uh, I think he could have gone to a place that had money to spend, and I think they could have surrounded him. I I think Brady's potentially leaving a championship on the table. And never mind the championships that he left on the table by not winning a Super Bowl against Philadelphia or the Giants' Super Bowls. Never mind that. Or, you know, the Colts' AFC title game, which I think was a Super Bowl left on the table, although he was set up to fail that year with the roster that, that Belichick built, or at least the, the passing game weapons that he built. I'm not talking about leaving one on the table that way. I'm saying he's tapping out. He's tapping out. And he said he would play until he sucks. And he definitely doesn't suck. Has he lost a step? Yeah, I think he's lost a step. I don't know that Bill's lost a step. I wonder if Bill ever had it. But Brady has lost a step, clearly. But he could still win, and I am disappointed. And I know that that fired people up a year ago. Uh, you can weigh in, 617-779-7937. You can text us at 3793-7. This is my exact stance last year. I felt this exact way last year when Brady retired on the exact same day. And I felt vindicated when he came back. He didn't have the greatest season. But I, I'm going to be consistent. I still feel that way because I think Brady's in the same spot he was a year ago. He can still play. He can still win. I agree with that. But he also, I, you're leaning on what he said about that he's going to play. He's going to stop playing when he feels like he sucks. And he also said that he was going to stop playing when he was 45. That 45 was the goal. That's the benchmark he wanted to reach. But his dad's talked about and him playing until he was 50. Us- 
He's also told us that he gets up there and lies a lot of the time. That's true. So, you know, it's like, What I okay. say versus what I think are two totally different things. <laughs> I would say 90% of what I say is probably not what I'm thinking. I, I feel like he doesn't... You can say that he's tapping out. You can frame it that way. He is 45. I feel like he just doesn't want to put in everything it takes to be great the way that he has every season of his career well and you can say well he da- he tapped out of now he's a single OTAs dad with the rugrats running around yeah. i well, mean my goodness i didn't now bring he's, that up now I didn't he's, bring that up. it's okay to put in the work when giselle is raising the kids but now that he's got to do it half the time I, I, I can't put in the work anymore uh david is in the car go ahead david hi good evening guys so thank you for taking the call i, I don't believe he's he's done uh, he's saying he's done but see, here's the situation with the nine is where I think he's going to end up his career. A couple of reasons. Number one, his parents. They're up there in age. Will, if he has the opportunity to be close to home, would, would he? Yes. The other one is we don't know what's going to happen with the Niners with these two quarterbacks coming off injuries. So in the Niners don't want to wait another two years before they get up there. Yeah, and, so David, it's interesting you bring up the Niners and uh... – Ryan actually uh, alerted me to this audio earlier today. I guess Kyle Shanahan uh, spoke at the end of the uh, the season breakup press conferences or whatever they're doing in San Francisco, some availability that he had, and he was asked about Jimmy Garoppolo and his future. There's an area in which you guys could see Jimmy being back, and if so, what, what would that look like? No, I don't see any scenario of that. <laughs> yeah, no, I gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, we're done with that. No, Jimmy's he, starting 15 games next year. Book it. Yeah. <laughs> I like that the reporter's like, Jimmy, I'm talking about Jimmy Garoppolo. Shane, it's like, yeah, I know who you're yeah, talking no, about. Yeah, no, I know who you're talking about. The guy, the guy smiling on the sidelines while everybody else is having a miserable time. No, yeah, we're done with his ass. The guy who can't stay healthy, we're done with him. So, I mean, could this all change and Brady could go to the Niners? Yes, I yes, agree with him. Because, yes, I totally because of the believe clip, that. The clip that we just played that you, you brought up earlier today, Mego. I mean, he's lying 90% of the time. Why should we believe him here? He lied last time he said he was retiring. That's what I'm that's where I'm at. I believe that he woke up, wanted to retire. I don't even know if he filmed this video this morning. It's very much like, oh, I woke up this morning. I went and I watched the sunrise. Right. I sat You're on right. the beach. That's a lie. <laughs> that's that's even a lie. Peter Schrager has said Mike Florio wrote about this. No one even believes that he actually did that this morning. Which He's lying about something that simple. Kind he can lie of about parsing, this. you know, details here. But the big thing I feel like is that it's the end of the season. He's exhausted. He's probably had one of the worst years of his life over the last season, personally. And so he just wants to rest. And then probably six to eight weeks from now, some opportunity will come knocking. And he's probably going to kick the tires on it. And if it's the right one, well, then any, he'll go back. If it's anything like last offseason, too much time around the kids, he's going to be running back. He's a single father. Yeah, no, we've heard. Uh, he's going to be running back to playing football. Uh, Tim is in Fitchburg waiting patiently. Go ahead, Tim. Oh, hey, how you doing? Guys? Oh, hi, Tim. Hey, Tim. Yeah, I got a question for you. Uh, they're talking about doing all this stuff for Brady and all this whatever because he's done all everything they could. But what did they do for Ray Bork when he came back with the with the the cup? Didn't they want to give him a parade or something? They, they did give him a parade. It was pathetic. Yeah, was Ray like, Bork quit on this city and then won a cup in not Boston. I mean, Ryan said it, not me, but I do agree with that. Like that's that was a low point. That was pathetic. I was happy for him. I wasn't. Well, maybe I was as a kid, but looking back on it, I'm like, that, that's pathetic. The that, that, pre-championship that... Bostonians would be like, oh, that's so great. This era of Bostonian yeah. would go get that bum out of here. I never want to that, see him again. That, the 90s were tough. Like, that people don't represents know. a low point in Boston sports. Like, yeah. that's something, no offense, that Washington, D.C. might do. 
hey, 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 they didn't put up a statue of Sean Taylor to deflect from federal investigations, and then it actually wasn't a statue of Sean Taylor. It was just a weird a mannequin, mannequin that they brought in from the local from a Macy's. Dick's sporting and a wire even, mannequin. They didn't even have the right gloves on it or the fingers taped or anything to indicate besides the number that it was Sean Taylor. They never did that nope. there. No, they didn't. I can't wait till Bradley Beal goes somewhere else in Washington, D.C., throws him a parade. Uh, 617-779-7937. It's how you get in touch. Uh, how do you feel about the last three years without Tom Brady? They've gone so well for the New England Patriots. Let's put that under a microscope after trending with Christian Arkin. Gresham Fourier. Weekdays 10 to 2. Now, here's what's trending on WEEI. For the second time in as many years, Tom Brady has announced his retirement. This time he says it's for good. Brady made the announcement this morning on social media saying he would not change a thing about his career. In that career, Brady won six Super Bowls with the Patriots, an additional one with the Buccaneers. He finishes his career as the NFL's leader in passing yards at 89,214. Also, all-time touchdown passes at 649. In other NFL news, NFL Network is reporting that Dolphins quarterback Tua Tagovailoa has cleared concussion protocol. He was named a first alternate to the Pro Bowl games, but he will not attend. Eagles offensive lineman Josh Sills was indicted in a by a grand jury in Ohio on one count of rape and one count of kidnapping, both first-degree felonies. This according to a release posted by the Attorney General's website. The indictment stems from an incident that took place in December of 2019. Sills appeared in one game for the Eagles this year. He's been summoned to appear in court on February 16th, four days after the Super Bowl. Celtics and the Bruins both in action tonight. Celtics are at home hosting Kyrie and the Nets at TD Garden. Celtics have won their last nine straight matchups with Brooklyn. They'll tip off at 7.30. Bruins are up in Toronto to take on the Maple Leafs this evening. Both teams' last game before the All-Star break. Linus Allmark will be in net. 7.30 puck drop up north as well. And Marty Walsh current U.S. Secretary of Labor and former mayor of Boston is believed to be the top candidate for the NHLPA executive director job, this according to Darren Drager. I'm Christian Arcan. That's what's trending now on WEEI and WEEI.com. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Get Boston Sports Original on the go wherever you go. Just download the Odyssey app. You're listening to Jones and Mego on WEEI. 
and Mego with Arcan, W-E-E-I. You can watch the show anytime via our live streams on Twitch. Find W-E-E-I at twitch.tv or youtube.com and join in the conversation in the chats there. Very active. I forget. Is that where we got our Megsplaining suggestion? That was from the Twitch chat? No, that chat? was a DM. Oh, that was a DM. I'm sorry. You did say that earlier today, but you could you could throw them in, in the Twitch chat too. Sure. Fire. I probably won't see it in the Twitch chat just because it's very active and I don't really see very much Ar- of it. Arcan, you can flag it back there, right? You can yeah, flag, you can flag can any it. any you know foot requests and things like that. Uh, There's also, Twitch DMs too. It's oh. called, uh, they're called like whispers. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, you can whisper oh, from the chat. <laughs> Also, if you missed anything, I check out with Epstein. our WEI YouTube channel. Let me see those toes. And catch up on our exclusive interviews and top moments from each and every week. Or you can whisper your questions to uh, Megan Adelaide. Careful what you wish for. So the last three years, I, I, just, I do feel the need to do this. And you guys know not just how evil I am, but like how quickly evil I am. If you saw on the Slack channel today, like I was breaking down the numbers early. Like within 15 minutes after Brady retiring. I moved right past it, and I'm like, okay, let me let me go back and really size up how the last three years went, just so everybody is reminded of how the last three years have gone, if there's any Belichick people still out there over Brady. Uh, Tom Brady, the last three years outside of New England, 32-18 and 18 in the regular season, 640 winning percentage. He had three playoff appearances in three years. He won the division this year, although it was a bad season, admittedly, and he was lucky to make the playoffs. Uh, five and two in the postseason. He won four of those playoff games in year one when he won a Super Bowl in year one with the Bucks. I don't know if you guys remember what Super Bowls were like here. Uh, Bill Belichick, meanwhile, in three years, 25 and 25, 500. And if you throw in his one playoff appearance and loss, where he got smoked 47 17, I think, off the top of my head, uh, he's 25 and 26, but 0 and 1 in the playoffs. Not even close. I mean, not even close. And I know you all already knew that. I'm not telling you anything you didn't already know or providing any new information. It's just a reminder that going into year four without Tom Brady, the Patriots are still building, rebuilding, retooling on the fly, however you want to put it. And they still may or may not have a quarterback. They're on their third offensive coordinator. They're on at least their second quarterback, depending on how you feel about Stidham, as we discussed earlier. They still haven't really picked a direction or found a lane or have an answer. You still don't know what they are. They're wandering around in the wilderness four years into the Brady rebuild. And even the most negative of the most negative people out there, like me, I didn't think in year four they'd still be in this spot. I did not. I thought by year four they'd have some momentum, and they don't. It's the polar opposite. And here's how I feel about the post-Brady era is that 2020, you could take that as a wash. I really do think that a great, great historical organization pre-Brady, pre-Belichick, like that had better things in place before. I'm thinking of places like Green Bay or Pittsburgh. They probably wouldn't have suffered as terribly as they did in 2020 with the Cam Newton year. And a lot of that has to do with what Bill set them up for in those final years with Brady in terms of how bad the draft went for them at Bill's hands. But... This past season is just inexcusable. This past season that you didn't take another step forward if in the rebuild is inexcusable because it could have been that Mac regressed on his own and you could have pointed at that as, well, Bill didn't get the right guy. And maybe you feel that way, but I feel very much that it was because of who Bill Belichick put in charge and how that offense just staggered and stuttered through everything. And it was because Bill decided that he wanted to take West Coast 
offense schemes and throw them in with people who had never installed or coached them before. Well, they never coached any, those, anything yeah, on exactly. offense. Never mind that but scheme, then yeah. not only, okay, you're going to coach the offense that we've run here for 23 years that I understand, It's we're also going to put in entirely new pieces to this offense. So all that said, this past season, I think, is the one that's inexcusable. What happened in the immediate aftermath is bad, and it's bad because of Bill Belichick, because of Bill Belichick, the GM, and the that that roster was absolutely Swiss cheese, and then you had to go into free agency and spend so much on pretty average to above average players and not elite players because you had to fill out the roster that you couldn't fill out through drafting. But this past season is the one that was, to me, the true disappointment, Arkan. Yeah, I'd say that the big failure of Belichick, more so than pushing Brady out the door when he did, was that when he had Tom Brady here at the end, you remember Brady was the most miserable 8-0 quarterback in the history of the league, and the roster wasn't that good, and they made it to the playoffs, but they lost at home on Wild Card Weekend. That was with Brady, and that was a tough environment for him, and that was he was gone after that, and I don't think he felt that badly about leaving. It's all these years later, Brady has another ring, and he was an MVP runner-up, and he sort of proved himself, and all that's fine. But Bill Belichick here created an environment this past season with those two coaches for Mac Jones that was probably worse than Brady in 2019. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that, That's the common problem. Well, and that's something that it, they couldn't even make the playoffs with those coaches. And, and that's, I mean, that to me is inexcusable. And I, I'm sorry to interrupt, but now, now that you're saying it, this is jumping into my head, and I think he typically skates when we get to this debate because, well, it's fun to talk about Brady versus Bill and how Bill has gotten whooped by Brady and he has gotten whooped by Brady. But, like, Robert Kraft should not skate in this debate. He shouldn't. Fair. Because he backed the wrong guy. You know, I've said this many, many times over many years. The worst decision John Henry ever made was choosing Larry Lucchino over Theo Epstein. Like, that power struggle, you backed the wrong guy. You stuck with the wrong guy. You made a mistake. And I, I still think that's a hard one to come back from. I know the Red Sox, in their defense, have won championships since. The Patriots haven't. That's a hard one to come back from. And they've still been rolling through different GMs and trying different things out, and you could have had Theo here as opposed to a few more years of Lucino. Why'd you do that? I think Robert Kraft did the exact same thing. If you backed Brady over Belichick, the Patriots would be in such a better spot. Would they have won a title? I don't know. But they wouldn't have been missing the playoffs. They wouldn't have been under five hundred. They wouldn't be, I don't think, doing what they've been doing on offense this year, I I think the Patriots would be in a way better spot if Tom Brady were here. I'm not guaranteeing a championship, but I think they'd be in a way better spot if Brady were here, and I do think that's, I mean, obviously, I don't think this is an earth-shattering statement, that's obviously something that Robert Kraft made a mistake on. I mean, he, he blew that decision. If you're going to play this game, though, is that a decision that Robert Kraft makes after the Philly Super Bowl? In, uh, you well, know, well, going he, into that 2019 season, when made, when do you make that decision of? Well, because I think that goes into effect of how what shambles you're in here when Belichick is gone and Brady is here and he's still stuck with a roster that's Swiss cheese, and who comes in and takes that over and is able to quickly make up for well, let me ask the you, bad drafting. Let me ask you because I, I I see a lot of people saying this today, like Patriots fans laughing at the Bucks, like oh ha ha, what are you gonna do now that Brady retired? Like you got a giant cap hit and you're screwed and your team's falling apart and ha 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 ha. ha. Don't you feel stupid? Like no, I think Bucks fans would have traded that Super Bowl championship for 
some down years, maybe even five, six, seven, eight down years. Doesn't mean that should be acceptable. If I were doing talk radio in Tampa, I'd rip them for falling on hard times. But I think a fan would sign off on that. And I guess that would be my answer. Like, if you're the Patriots now, would it have been worth sticking with Brady for another three, four, five years? Who knows how long you would have stuck it out here? Maybe it would have only been three years like in Tampa. If it meant that the wheels would fall off and it would drop off a cliff at the end? Yeah. And Kraft did save things a number of times. He stepped in and prevented Bill from trading Gronk, which is another reason why I don't give Bill credit for the Super Bowl against the Rams. Like, Bill wanted to trade Gronk before that year. Gronk made the biggest play in that Super Bowl. It was horrible. So Robert stepped in and prevented him from trading Gronk. He stepped in and prevented Brady from leaving after the Eagles Super Bowl. He had done it before. He needed to do it again, would be my answer. He needed to do it again. You know, where is it? Where is he drawing the line in the sand and saying, you're right, Tom. It's time for well, him to go. But he never, I but value he ne- you. He never really drew a line in the sand. No, he, he was Pontius Pilate with the whole thing. He, exactly. He just kept it together. But when he actually had to make a decision, he backed the wrong guy. And he, he when it when the two guys couldn't work together anymore, Brady and Belichick, he should have backed Brady. That's all I'm saying. For years, he always made it work. They always stuck together. So there was no real decision there, right? It was just keeping them together. And then letting, but by making no decision, you lead one party to make the decision when they have the out to do so and we even see reports we saw reports about that belichick was maybe kicking the tires on going and coaching some other places as well if you believe that we don't know bill's contract situation either so we don't like timing oftentimes plays a big role in these things as we all know (laughs) with uh, contracts and such it does but like uh, you know we don't know when bill's contract was ever up you know we don't know when it was ever up so we don't know if that overlapped with brady or if there was a opportunity where they could have moved on from bill and kept brady they didn't want to fire bill i'd imagine but if his contract was up and they could sort of move on Maybe the timing never worked out. Well, that, whatever. They should have fired him. To keep Brady, they should have fired in him. In 2017? Yeah. Whenever. If the choice was, I mean, in retrospect, and this is, I mean, I would have felt this way then, but in retrospect, yes, of course. With the benefit of hindsight, of course they should have fired Belichick to keep Brady. Duh. One's good without the other. The other's stunk since Brady left. So I, I don't even think that's a debate. Easy to say now. No, it is easy to say yeah. now. It would have been a hard decision then. He made the wrong decision. Right. That's what I'm telling you. 617-779-7937. Robert should not skate today. And that that occurred to me late, but he should not skate today. Uh, Jay is in North Carolina. Go ahead, Jay. Hey, guys. How you doing? Eh. Hey, Jay. Hey, look, um, I, I'm a Brady fan, and I wish he had retired when he when he won the Super Bowl with the Bucks and go out like Muhammad Ali, go out on top. But, you know, like Patrick Mahomes, as, as nimble as they come, and he got injured. So maybe reality is set in, and uh, the uh, yeah, we'll, we'll let you go um, on that. I, I I understand. So look, do you agree that Brady should have retired when he won? He should have gone out on top after winning the Super Bowl after Tampa. Yes, I think it would have been a better ending. And I don't I don't want to cast any speculation on his personal life. <laughs> maybe things would have ended differently oh, there. Yeah, you know, I, I maybe that's the healthier. Thinking from a mental health perspective, an emotional perspective, look, you don't want him to retire at 45. So I think you want him to, you know, keep uh, going no, I, until I was, the very end. I was just going to say, I don't want to be inconsistent. I wanted him to come back after and that Super you, Bowl. I wanted him to win again. Jones, I thought he could have won again. Do you really want to see, like, awful Tom Brady? No. Do you but really want to see noodle be, arm Tom do you think, Brady? Do you, do you think you he'd be see, awful and noodle arm next year? No. But Me do neither. you want to see him, like, would you feel better seeing him win the way that Peyton Manning won his last Super Bowl. If he wins, yes. Where he wins with a 
it, if he it, wins? an incredible defense, yeah. and then he hangs it up. And he's I don't, I don't detract. It. I don't detract from that Manning Super Bowl like a lot of people do. He won. He beat the crap out of the Patriots in that AFC title game in the first half of it. Now by the second half, his brain didn't uh, outsmart the Patriots, and his arm couldn't keep up. Fine. But I don't shortchange Manning I feel like for that that's Super Bowl. Your ideal outcome for Brady, like, oh, he left it all on the field, yeah. and he had his defense won, but if he Brady, got another Super Bowl. If Brady looked like Manning last year, I'd say hang him up. Brady doesn't look like that. No, he doesn't. I'm just saying. I feel like I've found your ideal ending for Brady's yes. career. He can barely throw, and he still wins. Exactly. He just needs to find a great defense. Yeah, it's just going to be hard to find that team. Is all you know. You have to find that right team. Unless Brady could go to the Jets. Go he could go to, to Vegas. The Jets. The Jets, I mean, he's not winning a Super Bowl with the Jets. He's not winning in I Vegas. Don't, I don't, he's not winning hang on, in Tennessee. Hang on, hang on. I, don't, I don't think he's winning in any of those places. I don't rule out he could win with the Jets. I 100% We haven't talked do. about him going. If he went to the Jets yeah, and it's, it's obviously hypothetical because he's quote-unquote retired. But flip he, double birds he to Belichick. He could win with the Jets. Win a Super Bowl with yes. the Jets? I don't think he's beating Buffalo with the Jets. That roster's stacked. It's okay. I mean, it's a good roster. It's better than the Patriots, that but Jets, I don't think it's good enough that to win a Super Jets Bowl. That Jets roster is a quarterback away. I don't if think they got so. Rodgers, they can win. If they got Brady, they could win. I think. I don't think they're that good. You're not winning with Zach just, Wilson. I know but that. I, 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 this is the first time we've talked about this scenario, and I'm intrigued by it, by the hypothetical. It'd be great drama for us if Brady was a Jet. It'd look oh, that's pretty what gross, I though. I, I, I would have been cool with him with the 49ers. I wanted him in the division. It would have been great if he was in the division. Jets uh, have a bad old line, too. We'll go out and sign an offensive lineman or two. It's not, it's Tom not like, Brady has overcome you know, a battle line many, yeah. many times. It's in not his like career. the overcome it this year. It's not like you only get the one move. It's not like you just add Tom Brady and they can't make other moves. The offensive linemen would follow him there. Skill position players would follow him there. Guys on defense would follow him there, just like they did with Tampa. It's not He's just a you, Pied you, Piper. Yeah, you don't just world. get one move. You, they can make other moves. Antonio Brown comes out of retirement himself. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 Antonio, you stay. You, you so stay they, where you are. If Thank they got you. Antonio no, 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 Brown with that, put it over the top, Arkan. I think we can all <laughs> agree. Yes. Tim is in Hanover. Go ahead, Tim. Hey, guys. Christian and Mego. remember I said Brady was retiring this year. The thing is here, you, you know what solidified me? It doesn't look like they the remember Tim. Was but... oh, all right, anyways, I did. And the thing is, I said about Brady, when he was on that, when, after that very last game he played for Tampa, no, I haven't even heard anyone talk about it. But when he, mm. he started out and he started saying all the things, thanking everybody, which he didn't do the first time he retired. Yeah, no, that was definitely talked about. I don't know if you guys specifically talked about it or not, but when Brady... He was thanking the press. When, correct. That was 1,000% talked about. Now, I interpreted that. I, maybe I interpreted it wrong if Brady's really retiring. I just interpreted that as it was a goodbye to Tampa. I didn't think it was a goodbye to his playing See, days. I thought it was a goodbye to the Bucks. I agree. I remember, though, some smarter than me saying this is him being very gracious towards the media because he's about to go be media. And I was like, eh, maybe, but probably I think he's going to keep playing football. At least today, I am wrong. Arkan, did you, do you remember Tim saying Oh, yeah, us I remember every word of that call, that? and I thought at the time, what a, what a brilliant guy. I'm just happy over. that's what he ultimately said, and it wasn't just... <laughs> It wasn't just uh, complimenting you two. I thought he was just saying hi, Mego. Hi, Arkan. He was just boxing. Love me you guys. I, Hate you, Jones. Yeah, correct. I was about to get. Uh, I was about to get very defensive there. But he just said, "Do you remember when I called I you and predicted this?" Have learned that you you're very sensitive to negative feedback. Yes. So when people are unkind to you, I I worry about that for you in this line of work. It's true. I have very thin skin. That's Can true. we quickly just talk about how Tom Brady's retirement announcement last year sucked, and this one may have sucked worse from just an aesthetic standpoint? 
Ooh, aesthetics? Like, it was a bad announcement. This is Tom Brady. He's the most accomplished player of all time, and he's sitting there with his phone sitting on a sand dune in Tampa somewhere, like... You know, like the last time it was just an Instagram post. How about a press conference? How about something a little more official? I How thought, about these not lame little, you know? Like I thought I just, he has like, a production company. Yeah, right, exactly. Like This is low budget for him. Well, I look, like. maybe it's still low budget for him, but this is so much better than the last one. Is it? Yes. So much better? Good morning, guys. The last He's one. Blubbering he, on the beach for 45 he, seconds? He got scooped know. on his own announcement the last time. That's true. I mean, that was, that was you couldn't handle it worse than he handled it last time. And then, you know, he learned from all of his... He, he was all bitchy on Instagram, not thanking uh, the Patriots, not thanking Bill Belichick, not thanking the the Crafts, if I remember correct. I'm trying to remember everybody he didn't thank. Maybe I don't have that 100% right. Oh, and then he... is he, I don't know if he's doing this because I haven't looked on Instagram. He, like, retweeted whatever. He shared everybody else's nice stories about him. Like, it was, you know, like he was a 22-year-old girl and it was his birthday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I, I, think, I think he handled this much better, to be honest. Now, the, the video, I still think... You know, the lip quivering was a little much. The crying was a little much, or, or, or on the, the the precipice of crying was a little much. But no, this is much better than the last one. I guess that doesn't make it good, though. To your point, Arkan, just, yeah, be, just being be, being better than one of the worst uh, sign offs and farewells. I, I, I just better than that doesn't mean it's good. Yeah, I don't know. Just sort of seemed like a weird little. Hey, I'm just gonna go on the beach, tape myself. <laughs> I don't know. Like, and it wasn't even today. Like, all of it, all of it, just sort of screamed. Something you would do if you weren't Tom Brady, you know, like that's the Tom. Tom Brady, I feel like, needs to have a bigger announcement for something like this. Press and, conference uh, would be awkward. Though. Maybe not a press conference then. Maybe just a better video. Maybe a better. It's him sitting video. alone in a dark room. Well, spotlight turns on. We're on gonna, him. He we're says, gonna get video him on, of highlights hey would have been better than that. <laughs> we're gonna get him on Fox. We'll get him there. That'll be that'll basically be his farewell press conference. Those will be softball questions, I'm sure, but we'll get him there. Uh, 617-779-7937. We'll wrap things up next. Get Boston Sports Original on the go wherever you go. Just download the Odyssey app. You're listening to Jones and Mego on WEEI. We're wrapping things up here on Jones and Mego with Arcan. Tom Brady announcing his retirement for the second time. Re-retirement, as it were. Retiring again. It's kind of the third go-round, though. In some ways, it is the third go-round, at least from our perspective, because we all said goodbye to him when he left the Patriots in 2020, or I guess after the 2019 season. And then last year as well, exactly a year ago today, which also makes me a little suspicious. Doesn't that make you a little suspicious? Is that right? It was exactly a year it ago. It was exactly, exactly first. Yeah, yeah, So yeah. he should be back March 13th. <laughs> That's a good uh, 40 days from now. Start the countdown for when he comes back. Let's circle that on all our calendars. It's on my Tom Brady advent calendar. It's a good point. Uh, you know, Schefter, uh, Schefter, was like, Schefter was itching to make that like Groundhog's Day joke. He was like, well, it's the day before Groundhog's Day, and we it's like Groundhog's Day here with Brady doing this again. So he was, like, itching to make that connection, which was very, very witty. Uh, but I, I do feel bad that Mike and the Mad Dog reunited today on uh, on first take, and they got overshadowed by the big news of the day. Like, I, like, I disagree. I'm glad they had this to talk about. I think, I think they would have got a little more pop if Brady wasn't in the news. I think Mike and the Mad Dog would have been a – reuniting would have been a bigger story if it wasn't for – the Brady news. Like, I think the Brady news almost overshadows who's talking about it to a degree. Like, it's just such a big story that Mike and the Mad Dog would have stood out more if they were arguing over 
Russell Westbrook in his place in NBA history or something like that, oh, right? Classic uh, Mike and the Mad Dog, the, the greatest competitor in sports. Tom Brady ranks right there as a competitor with Michael Jordan. Okay, the fact well, that I, he's 46, and he's such I, a great teammate. I can say this, though. Right. I can say this, though. When you talk about all-time competitors, if you want to go to that list, yeah. okay, I'll give you Michael Jordan, Tiger Woods, Tom Brady, and who's your fifth? Jack Nicholas. <laughs> he never <laughs> lost an Stone winner. Stone winner. Stone what about winner. Kareem? I lost a lot of years without magic in the pros. That's fair. I'll that's give you. Fair. I'll give you one. You're gonna land. I like this. That's fair. I'll give you one. You're gonna land. Go ahead. You ready? Go ahead. Rafael Nadal. <laughs> I like it. Don't give me tennis. Please. I like it. Nadal. You gotta go tennis. You gotta go Nadal. Nadal. That's a major miss. What is it again? You shouldn't talk about tennis, but if you're gonna go tennis, don't you have to say Serena? I think you do. She's way above anybody else. Rafael Nadal. Don't give me tennis. Look, I'm not going to pretend like I'm a tennis insider. Uh, but Ser- that one feels a little obvious. I just and say, it's, I'm not just saying it because I'm a woman and she's no, no, a woman. No, no, no. I mean, Serena is the greatest women's tennis player of all time. But, but <laughs> Nadal was right in the middle of Djokovic and Federer. Like, he had better contemporaries would be my only uh, counterpoint to that. But whatever. I don't know if he's the best out of those three you just mentioned either. Nadal. Better than Federer? No, I'm just saying I, I always won more than Federer. But I, I would just say that uh, it, the answer was, uh, or the question was competitor. True. Who was more competitive? But yeah, I think you kind of have to win okay, more than Okay, so now else. we're breaking down competitors. Well, that's what Mad Dog was doing. I'm okay. just interpreting, uh, interpreting what he was doing. I wouldn't have Rafael Nadal as a top five all-time competitor. Or Jack Nicholas, Nor Jack Nicholas, Tiger Woods. I mean, you can say Kareem. plenty of people competed hard. It doesn't mean that, that they're great. Yeah, right. Like Mar- I mean, Marcus Smart flops all over the place. I mean, he's out there competing pretty hard. People who compete really hard and they don't have that much success. Oh, so, oh, oh, he is so competitive! <laughs> So I, I do like He's that. so competitive. I do like their legacy debates. I just feel like, what again. What is wrong with you, Mike? How are we debating the Tom was Brady? Irish accent? No, that, was, that sounded like he the dog. a little Irish. It sounded like the dog to me. One so. of the highlights of my radio career was doing a Mad Dog Russo impression at Mad Dog Russo. I didn't know he was listening. We are no. about to tape an interview. And I, I was just referencing, oh, we got to sit down. I, I, I don't know where my microphone is. And he's like, <laughs> yep, that's it. You got it. And I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, I'm so embarrassed. Where was that? That was at the Super Bowl? Super Bowl, yeah. That makes sense. That'd be a good place to interview him. Uh, so anyway, so I, I, I guess we have some other uh, greatest hits here by uh, Mike Francesa because oh. he was he was back. He was out in the wild today. He was reunited this, with this his good pal excellent. Dog. So what uh, what do we have from some greatest hits here from so Mike Francesa? Mike, Mike Francesa is famous for so many reasons. Obviously, sports pope, all this stuff, uh, how he gets along with the callers, uh, how thin-skinned he could be and his lack of a sense of humor, all things that I really enjoy. But his uh, overall knowledge of pop culture is something <laughs> that uh, leaves a lot to be desired. I mean, obviously, whether you're a big fan or not, you're aware of how the Star Wars trilogy kind of breaks out. Well, Mike Francesa had, I think, one of his producers explain it to him. This is one of my all-time favorite moments in radio. And Mike Francesa just can't really get his head around how Star Wars happened. I actually got a guy calling me about Star Wars. What are you calling me about Star Wars for? What the heck do I know about Star Wars? How could they start with four? What was it four of? For what? It for was a book? Star Wars. Was it a book? How was it for the people? What did they see it in? What, what realm did they see it in? Did they read it? But the point is, how could something be four if no one's seen it yet? If it's four, the fourth volume of a book, and you started with four, and then you moved back and made one, two, three. I understand that. But if it's not a book, what would it possibly be? Uh, so that in, his, in his realm, we're going to count differently. We're going to start with four. 
Four, five, six, one, two, three is how we're going to count. Because if it's not a book, wait, yes. how did they go back? From what? What did people? So if you said, wait a second, they started with four, how would you know it's four if no one's ever been introduced to the information before? Uh, uh, that, in fairness, that was a little confusing the first time I saw the first Star Wars. And I'm like, not like a Star Wars expert, but it starts right with episode four. And you're like, wait a minute, why are we starting an episode? What did I miss? That in his in his realm, we're going to count differently. Don't we're going to start with four. Don't four, five, me, six, one, two, three is how we're going to count. Don't tell me you weren't a little confused by that. That is a little confusing. Yeah, but then after somebody explained it to me in two seconds, I was like, oh, okay, we're oh, actually sure. going back in time. It didn't take long to figure out. No, <laughs> they I, bloviate I, and yell at people because I, I George Lucas counts different. I wouldn't chase my tail on it quite that much, but it is. But it's a fair point by him. It is a little confusing. It's not confusing. I was more confused by whatever was happening between Princess Leia and Luke Skywalker because they ended up being brother and sister. It's a good point. It's a good point. It's a no, little no creepy. <laughs> oh, so that makes it okay? Out of respect okay. for their brother and sister situation. That makes it okay. No tongue, no problem. Yeah, no, I always thought that was the line. I uh, I agree with Arkan on that. We have uh, we have more friends. That's a great oh, sense. Of course. You know, again, his, his pop culture knowledge is really an impressive feat. Obviously, Stan Lee. I think the vast majority of the American populace is familiar with Stan Lee. He's basically the creator of Marvel Comics. And, of course, the callers had to get Mike Frances's take on the passing of Stan Lee a couple years ago. Eddie in Hoboken. What's up, Eddie? Hey, what's up, Mike? What's happening? Hey, Mike, Stan Lee died today. Did you ever meet the guy? What do you think of him? Stan Lee? Yeah, Stan Lee. I don't know who he is. I don't know who he is, now. Jesus. Who is he? <laughs> Who is he? Jesus. Stanley who? Who is Stanley? He was one of the creators of Marvel Comics. Oh, who cares? <laughs> Sorry, I'm not a comic book guy. Is that, what, is that who he is, Stanley? He guy created who, Spider-Man. That was his oh, big Oh, created Spider-Man? Sorry. I never was a comic book reader as a kid. I apologize. Never. I don't know about him. I don't care. Who cares? Thoughts and prayers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Back after this. <laughs> T's and P's to the Spider-Man guy. Jesus. <laughs> who, is he? who is he? Who is Stan Lee? He was one of the creators of Marvel Comics. I mean, look, should, oh, he know, should he know who Stan Lee is? Sure. Or was? Sure. But there is there is nothing worse than when somebody brings that up on the phones and you're like, oh, God, am I getting pranked? Like, what? Yeah. Like, what? Like, what is happening? I don't quite know what's happening. There's nothing worse because it does happen. And especially now because you're expected to know all the Marvel people. And then sometimes they'll be like, that's not a Marvel person. That's a DC comic person. And right, you're like, right. I don't know who's who. I don't know how many Batman there are. Why are there so many Batman? And then their Batman has friends. And I could never understand if Catwoman is actually friends with Batman or if they she's were, evil. They were actually brother and sister. There was like sister. weird sexual tension. And if they were brother and sister, I wouldn't be surprised. Because in these fantasy superhero yeah, franchises, that seems to be an underlying current in a lot of them. Keep circling if back you've to watched that, Game of Thrones, you know what I'm talking about. I, Game of Thrones. It's in your face in like the bat, first episode. Bat Why? And then you got the weapons on the field led by the Batmans. Why are there so many Batman? Batman? Why is there so much incest? Batman and Catwoman famously did use tongues. So that 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 is uh that's is that how, famous? That's how you know that they weren't actually. A bat no, I, and a cat. I, no, I have no idea. There's a bit of a kinship here between Francesca and Mego, apparently. Sorry, I'm not a comic book guy. Is that, I'm is, not. Is that who he is? Family? The so guy created Spider Man. That was his oh, created Spider Man? Sorry. Oh, I've God. talked about this before. Why does it have to be the predominant feature in our pop culture now? Well, I don't watch any of the movies either, but I knew who Stan Lee Yeah, but Lee you don't was. watch movies. No, I don't. No, that's or true. TV. No, not really. No. Or read. Nope. Def I definitely don't read. That definitely These is something I These are things I, I do. like doing. Read? Yeah, I love reading. We did two months of shows on that Wickersham book, and I never read it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you did either.
No, I started it. I, I yeah, tapped out on that book. I got an advanced copy like two days before it, it dropped, and uh, yeah, I didn't I didn't follow. And speaking of reading, I would like to read that this last uh, segment is sponsored by Cars for Kids, which is the easy way to donate your car. Donate today, and your car can be picked up tomorrow. Just call one eight seven seven Cars for Kids today, or donate online at carsforkids.org. Remember that is cars spelled with a K. All right, Mego, Arcan, everybody. We'll talk to you tomorrow at two here on Weei. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for twenty-five dollars per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. Five dollars more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at twenty-four monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. Thirty-five dollars per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.